Hey gang, welcome back to the Brianna Approved Podcast. We are on episode 52. We are doing a solo podcast. And because it is February and it is my birth month, we are going to be talking about two herbs that I absolutely love, not only for the emotional heart, but also the physical heart because February is also Heart Health Month. So we will be talking about Hawthorne and Motherwort. And of course, I will be getting into my fun fact of the day while I sip cafe. And then I will give you a couple of options for how to go and prepare some of these herbs, whether it be a tincture or a nice little herbal tea combination. So let's get into it. And now it's that time for the fun fact of the day while I sip cafe. Did you know that February comes from the Latin word februa, which means to cleanse? So this month was named after the Roman Febrilia, which was a month-long festival of purification that took place this time of the year. If you know me, you know I love my birth month. I literally celebrate the entire month. I will go extra hard on the day and the week, but you know, some people don't love this month because it's, you know, dark and it's cold. Um, Some people have weird feelings about Valentine's Day, but I love love and I love my birthday. And so I think because the significance of this month coming from this idea of to cleanse, you know, it's kind of the last winter month before we get into spring. So I think there's a nice metaphorical connection there of this idea of everything fading and coming in waves and truly embracing this idea of impermanence and reevaluating your relationship with change and endings. So, you know, seasonal endings, emotional endings, um, an ending of a chapter in your life or whatever it is. But I think this is a really nice time, again, especially because before we enter into the spring, you can ask yourself, is this the life that I want to be living? Is this the way that I want to continue living my life as I go into quite literally a new season once this month wraps up? I think if you're sitting there and kind of reflecting and looking to cleanse and, again, trying to distill down some emotions and thoughts. You can also kind of ask yourself, in what areas of my life do I need to maybe see the bigger picture? How can I think outside of the box or potentially move the box entirely? And then truly, like I said, just sort of reevaluating your relationship with the idea of things ending and evolving and, you know, space being created in your life. Because every act of your life or everything that happens in your life, if you get the right mindset about it, can in a positive manner become a vehicle to become aware. And through awareness, that is always going to be the portal for creating change and newness in our life. And the root of almost any problem that we have basically, I feel, lies within the way that we deal with change. And again, because this is kind of the last month that deals with winter and coldness, it's a nice opportunity to look at the idea of nature. You know, there's a quote by Ram Dass where he says, show me something that isn't changing, right? So like the nature of things is that they change, including us. Weather changes, seasons change, we change as people, jobs change, emotions change. So this idea of impermanence and being transient, I think is just really nice this time of the year. And 
lastly, before we get into, you know, botanical brie and talk about some of the herbs for our cardiovascular health, I just want to leave you with the idea that, you know, sometimes we don't want to always admit that we have outgrown a certain path or a certain way of doing things or a certain way of thinking because we have made such a big energetic and time investment into something. But if you want to embrace new destinations, then you have to go on new paths. You have to let go and you have to try a new path and that will ultimately lead you to a new destination. So that's my nice little philosophical rant for my birth month. Now let's get into botanical break where I talk about two herbs that I absolutely adore for the physical heart and the emotional heart, which include hawthornberry and motherwort. Let's start with hawthornberry. One of the things that I love about herbalism is many times when we look at certain botanicals or plants, they can look like what they have an affinity for. So the hawthorn berry is this beautiful red berry, and it almost kind of looks like a heart. There's about 300 species of hawthorn, which makes it, you know, this really interesting botanical, but it is generally used as an extract using the berry, the leaf, and or the flower. But it's mostly used, again, as a kind of general cardiac tonic, so meaning something that you're going to take for a longer time. And it's in that category of being a tropo-restorative herb, meaning that it can nourish and restore balance to the body. So these kinds of herbs generally will have a stronger affinity for either an organ or an organ system. And they kind of work by correcting deficiencies or weaknesses, um, again, through kind of this deeply nourishing standpoint of getting that whole organ system going. So like I said, Hawthorne works on both the physical and the emotional heart, and we will talk about that in a minute. But as always, when it comes to any and all herbs, we want to always think about a couple of things. Number one, what is the herbal action? What is the taste? And what are the herbal energetics? And then we also want to think about the key constituents or some of those main compounds that are found in the herbs and botanicals that work on specific pathways or have the particular mechanism of action in the body. So first things first, let's start with the herbal actions of Hawthorne. Many of the actions, or again, what it's kind of intended to be used for or do include, number one, being an antioxidant. It has anti-inflammatory properties. It's a cardiotonic. It can be hypotensive in nature. It can be a vasodilator. And then it also works uh, as a nervine, which is really nice for relaxation. Now, the taste of Hawthorne is sour and sweet. And then energetically, it can be cooling. And again, this is important because if you know your individual constitutional type, if you're somebody who maybe is already very cool or hypo in nature. Sometimes you might have to combine certain herbs to balance things out in the body. And we always want to remind you that all of our organs also have an affinity for a certain flavor profile too. So that is why the taste can be important. Like for example, your spleen has an affinity for something like sweetness. 
Now, some of the key constituents that are found in hawthornberry that have been researched, number one is the bioflavonoids. So some of these include things like vitexin, rutin, and quercetin. This is important to note because if you are looking for a hawthorn extract, there are some hawthorn extracts that exist on the market that have a standardized vitexin content, right? Again, because that vitexin is what has actually been studied to have some of those cardiovascular benefits. But there are also proanthocyanins in here, as well as phenolytic acids, polyphenols, and tannins. So I'm sure if you've been a longtime listener or follower, you have heard me talk about all of those different plant compounds that I love. But these procyanins in particular have been really studied for the cardiovascular benefits, specifically for high blood pressure. If you maybe have a higher pulse rate, if you have something like arrhythmia or a regular heartbeat, um, palpitations. And the way in which Hawthorne works or the mechanism is that it helps to increase cardiac output of blood volume. So it can increase the strength of your heart muscle contractions while also increasing the efficiency of the heart, right? So it actually helps your heart to function more optimally. It can also help to modestly reduce serum cholesterol levels as well as plaque deposits in the arteries, but that's more of a secondary action. I think what it mostly does, or I should say I know what it mostly does, is that it increases, again, the strength of how your heart muscles contract, right? So that's going to make your efficiency of your heart be better. And again, it does this through dilating your coronary arteries, and it can also inhibit some of the enzymes that can cause vasoconstriction. So this can also be indicated for if you tend to have cardiac insufficiency and you have decreased pressure and decreased heart rate. So if you are somebody who potentially has an anxious heart and you're feeling like you have palpitations and a rapid pulse, this can also be the herb for you. So this is why I really love Hawthorne because there's not a whole lot of contraindications. It really does kind of have this cardiotonic benefit where it can be modulating in nature where, again, it really works if you have um, an irregular heartbeat or high, but also if you're having insufficiency because it can increase that cardiac output. Now, for the emotional heart, I love Hawthorne because it's considered a calming Nervine. So a lot of the times you might see something like hawthorn and rose together, uh, which is really nice for kind of healing and opening and protecting the energetic heart, especially if you are experiencing sadness or grief or loss and your heart needs a little bit extra protection. Hawthorne and Linden together, I actually really love for an emotional heart combination and even throwing in something like pulsatia if you feel like you've kind of just been going through something. And again, one of the other mechanisms of action regarding cholesterol specifically is through Hawthorne's flavonoid content. And so these flavonoids that are in Hawthorne have been found to not only protect, but also stabilize the collagen matrix where the arteries have this cross-linking fibers. And so what that can do is can also help to scavenge free radicals and inhibit the release of some of these other inflammatory agents that can play a role in the oxidation of LDL particles because it can kind of help maintain the arterial integrity and protect the arterial walls. Um, this is why it can be helpful if you are somebody who tends to have a 
predisposition to cardiovascular issues, let's say on something like a blood panel. Now, if you're asking yourself, how do I actually go about and use this herb? There are a couple of ways you can drink it as a tea or you can use it as a tincture. So again, um, people will use the leaves, the flowers, and the berries from a medicinal standpoint, particularly, again, if we're looking for cardiovascular benefits. If you're using the berries, you can order those offline from somewhere like Mountain Rose Herbs, and you can actually make them into like a tea. You can cook them down, um, or you can extract them in alcohol if you want. Now, the leaves and the flowers in particular are really nice for making a herbal infusion. Um, They do have astringent properties, and the taste is sour and sweet, so I don't think it's the most desirable tea to drink always, but um, it can be mixed as like a decoction with some other herbs. So sometimes I will do something like hawthorn berries together with marshmallow because that's going to add a little bit of sweetness and licorice root uh, and then adding something like linden and passion flower. So that's like a, just a really nice kind of immune and uh, herbal, you know, heart energetic tea. But again, you can get it as a tincture using the dried leaf and the flower. You can get a tincture using the fresh berries as well, like if that's something that you want to make on your own or just using the leaves and the flowers as a tea and making that in something like, um, you know, a, a teapot that allows you to put fresh leaf herbs in there. Lastly, let's talk about motherwort, which is one of my absolute go-to botanicals when I am uh, feeling kind of emotional and moody. But also, this is a great herb, not only for the cardiovascular health, but for women, PMS, menstruation, all of that. So motherwort, first things first, is a member of the mint family. When people are harvesting it, they will use the entire stalks, they will use the flowers, they will use the leaves. However, the tea is very, very bitter. It does not taste amazing. So me personally, I usually will use a tincture form. I do have dr- the you know uh, dried herb of it to make tea sometimes, but I just prefer a tincture, but totally up to you. Again, motherwort has a really nice relationship with not only the heart, but also the blood and the womb. So it does have um, this really strong affinity for uh, the female nature. Again, because it's a really bitter plant, it can be very cooling in nature. It's also considered to be a relaxing nervine, so very good for relieving any kind of tension that you may have. Because it is a nervine, it can soothe the nervous system. Again, if that may manifest as something related to stress. So really good for the emotional, physical heart, but also good for the nervous system uh, and really great for any kind of PMS sort of symptoms for females. Now, for the women's reproductive system, it's actually said to come from its English name, which means mother herb, right? Mother wart. And then again, from the heart, the Latin name, cardiaca. So really interesting just to think about how some of these things come to fruition. Now, if we remember from the first section, what do we want to always think of when we're talking about herbs? We want to think about their actions, the herbal energetics, the taste, and then some of those key constituents. So some of the main actions of motherwort, cardiotonic, 
It can act as a nervine. It is a menugog, so that can help with blood. It can also be a little bit of a circulatory stimulant, and then it has some antispasmatic actions as well. Now, energetically, motherwort is very bitter. It's cooling and astringent in nature. That's important, again, to remember when you're taking into consideration your individual constitutional type, and the taste is going to be astringent and bitter as well. Some of the main constituents, some of those main compounds that we find in motherwort are alkalides. There are also some flavonoids, tannins, and fatty acids. Now, in regards to heart health, motherwort is, again, one of those cardiotonics known for strengthening the heart. So, in fact, the name Leonaris cardiaca means lion-hearted. It is particularly indicated for heart palpitations or for any regular heartbeat, because again, it can act as an antispasmatic and a nervine. So let's say that you're having heart complications, again, like a heart palpitation related to feeling anxious. That is where the nervine actions of this can come in and relax the cardiac muscles and sort of ease some of that tension and anxiety that you might have. It also has some diuretic effects. So um, if you have maybe your blood pressure being affected by tension and anxiety, motherwort can be really nice for that. It can increase circulation by dilating blood vessels, and it can increase oxygen in the blood. Now, from an emotional heart standpoint, this is what I love it the most for. But again, because it is a relaxing nervine, it's really beautiful for if you are feeling overwhelmed, stressed, or frazzled. Maybe you're feeling emotional and anxious. Again, emotions that would potentially and possibly give you those heart palpitations. So it's generally used if there's kind of this, you know, rapid or fluttering or a pounding heartbeat that can be associated with feelings of nervousness or anxiousness, or even if we have some of these hormonal shifts that we may see in things like menopause or when we are just menstruating. The calcium content that is in motherwort is also very nourishing to the nerves. So it can kind of calm and uplift the nervous system at the same time. And then it has, again, some of these mood elevating properties. It Some herbalists will describe it as a strengthening and gladdening herb of the heart. Again, because it is a tonic for both the cardiac and the nervous system. And at much higher doses, actually, it can be quite sedating and can help um, with sleep. So again, if maybe you have a little bit of that palpitation, anxious nervousness going on prior to bed, motherwort might be a good herb for you. It works on the physical heart, again, by decreasing those palpitations. It has mild hypotensive properties. Uh, Again, especially if you are somebody who tends to lean towards an anxious kind of heart where it can be calming without being super sedative in nature, where maybe someone is sensitive to like valerian or kava. This can be a little bit more mild. Like you could take this during the day. Um, Again, because it's really, really bitter, making uh, an infusion of this as a tea, just be careful for how long you let it sit around. I mean, I've noticed that even if I let it sit for like longer than 10 minutes, I almost cannot drink it. So for me, I like it as a tincture, but because of its bitter properties, it is very good for stimulating the digestive system, but also stimulating the liver that can help to improve sluggish digestion. Um, Again, 
because it also has these relaxing actions, it can help if you potentially have constipation or bowel issues due to anxious tension in the body. Now, for women's health, again, it is a really nice tonic for menstrual and menopausal symptoms due to those antispasmatic nerving and those blood-moving or menagogue properties and working secondarily on the hormones. So it can be really nice as an ally for women who are experiencing PMS. I know that I always take this on day one and day two of my menstrual cycle. Uh, Again, because of those antispasmatic actions, it can be helpful for easing cramps because of those nervine actions as well, can help to calm down irritability and any of those hormonal shifts that you may be experiencing during that time. Uh, During childbirth, actually, motherwort can stimulate uterine contractions and it can bring on labor due to the glycosides. um, And it can help to calm anxiety that many times can come with childbirth. It's important to note that you do not want to use motherwort during your pregnancy. You can use it at the end, again, of pregnancy because it can bring on childbirth, right? But you don't want to use it in your nine months of your pregnancy journey because it is a mild uterine uh, tonic and it can have those uterine contraction properties. And it also has not really been studied during breastfeeding. So those are kind of my two contraindications. Do not use it um, if you are pregnant. Now, because I love motherwort, I think it's a really good herb as a base to add some other botanicals to kind of target some of your other intended health goals. So for example, if you're somebody who maybe is feeling anxious, I would use motherwort tincture as the base and I would potentially also add in there passionflower and pulsatilla. And again, if you can't find a formula that you like, what I do many times is I will go and buy the herbs individually in a tincture and then I will just do a tincture full of each of them in its own separate bottle and then kind of label that. So again, if you're feeling anxious, a combination of motherwort, passionflower and pulsatilla can be really nice together. If you're looking for a heart health cardiovascular tonic, you can combine motherwort and hawthorn, and then you can also add in there rose and hibiscus if you want, again, for helping that emotional and physical heart. If you are somebody who is experiencing hot flashes, uh, maybe some mood anxiety changes with menopause, you can do motherwort as the base and combine that with black cohosh. And if you're somebody who is potentially experiencing painful periods, uh, like I know I get on my first day, I combine motherwort and dong kwai. So you can make it, like I said, as a tea, but because it's really bitter, I prefer it as a tincture. And a lot of herbalists actually prefer a fresh plant tincture over the dried plant tincture um, because sometimes there are differences in how it works in the body, but totally up to you. So that's all I have for you on my February solo episode. I hope that you enjoy the month of cleansing. I hope you enjoy the month of all things love and heart health and living your best life. So I will see y'all soon. Ciao. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Mew.